You get to hang out with Joe. Yeah. You get to hang out with me. We get to talk about stupid stuff for like stupid. an hour. No, I take the show very, very seriously. Seriously. Yes. As you should. Mm -hmm. For instance, we're going to start with porn. Yes. Taking it very yes. seriously. So this would be like the Bloomin' Onion of the show. You get it. You know, you work up an appetite. You start out with the Bloomin' Onion. Yeah. You eat it. You go, wow, that's a lot of calories, but bring on more. Look out for that dipping mm. sauce. Whoa. Yummy. Especially in this story. So earlier in the week, we had a clip, and it was Judd Apatow, and uh, he told a story, I think it was on Colbert, where he took a meeting with Tom Cruise, mm -hmm. and he decided to take his buddy, his pal, Seth Rogen, with him. Yes. As you do. Mm-hmm. And somehow, Seth Rogen appeared to be the one who informed Tom Cruise mm. that there is a thing called internet porn. Yes. That you can just go on the World Wide Web, mm -hmm. and there will be naked ladies and naked dudes doing things. Yep. No going into a paneled room in the back of a video store and shading your eyes from the, right. the one-chip camera up in the corner. <laughs> so Tom Cruise was like, what? I could do this? I could look at porn while I'm suspended from a ceiling. Yes. I mean, whatever you're into. I'm mm. not. It's all about what you like. Well, you know what? But using that logic, Tom Cruise would have to have Ving Rhames helping him get all the porn. Well, like sitting in a van somewhere. And then Ving could be wearing the gimp suit, yeah. right, from uh, mm -hmm. Pulp Fiction. It all comes full circle. It's what, again, mm. it's whatever you like. Yes. It's all out there You know for what? You. That's what's in the briefcase, as a matter of fact. <laughs> It's all internet porn in Pulp Fiction. Yay! So uh, Seth Rogen is now sort of telling his side of the story. Mm. He's like, I totally forgot that that even happened until Judd Apatow decided to tell the story. He's mm. like, I feel like that's relatively accurate, that he remembers saying to Tom Cruise at some point, you're a very sheltered dude because Tom Cruise didn't know that there was internet well, Here's the thing. Tom is very into his Scientology. Yeah. They probably do not make it a point to draw a lot of attention to any kind of porn, let alone free, endless, available as long as you have bandwidth porn <laughs> that caters to any type of weird quirk or idiosyncrasy that might turn you on. Ooh, tell him about it, Joe. Yes. Yeah. But what Seth Rogen says he does remember very clearly about that is he, as he's arriving to the Tom Cruise compound. Hmm. Compound. It's not a bungalow. <laughs> no. It's not a rambler. It's not even a colonial. <laughs> he realized he had to pee really bad. Mm. And he's like, I don't want to get to their front door, ding dong, hey, they let me in, and have to immediately say, where's your bathroom? Cause it could seem kind of suspicious, like he wants to steal some Tom Cruise hand soaps. Or or, or walk in and rub one out before the meeting. <laughs> some people need to get that tension out in order to be themselves, you know? As a matter of fact, before the show, no, I always nope. have a cup of coffee, nope. and this is normally my second one. Okay. What is wrong with you two? What really? Do you always have to take... Dave? Sarah? Do you always what did have to you take just say just before that sentence? I said... Close my water before I, have I knock it over. Every before every show. <laughs> I just happen to throw it out there that I like to have one cup of coffee before this one. Then typically after the show, I'll have another cup of coffee. So this is the tension release that you That were... is my tension release. Uh-huh. So anyway, Seth Rogen had to pee really bad. And the driveway on Tom Cruise's... 
Tom Cruise in land right. was super long. And he's like, all right, here's what I'm going to do. Was it made to look like the runway of an aircraft carrier? I, oh, highway and to the danger yes, zone. Yes. There's a you, sign right when, as you get when there. When you hit the oh. buzzer, do you have to say, hey, Tom Cruise, it's Seth and Judd, permission to buzz the tower. Woo! And then he says, negative, Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. <laughs> anyway. So halfway up the driveway... He looks around in his car, he stops his car, he looks around, he realizes, I have an empty Snapple bottle. So he pees in the Snapple bottle, closes it up, pulls the rest of the way up to the driveway, knowing that now he's free to hang out for as long as he needs to with Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes, uh -huh. who was there at the time, and apparently baby Surrey, who was brand new hmm. at the time. And almost immediately he said, Tom Cruise is like, here, hold my baby. And he just hands Surrey over to... The, I'm wow. assuming, slightly high and now very relieved uh, Seth yes. Rogen, who just took care of business in a Snapple bottle. You know what? I kind of wish that he would have gone in a Nantucket Nectar's bottle <laughs> Why? instead. Because the Snapple bottle, at least you have a fact, a fact on well, the cap. Well, no, no, because that's the thing. Nantucket Nectar's does the same thing. Oh. So. Are there only but, facts about Nantucket? Yes, pretty much. <laughs> okay. they're, about, they're about the Chowderhead land, right? <laughs> so. What I would love to see is that, you know, they're thirsty and somebody accidentally t almost takes a swig of the Snapple bottle, which is now probably tepid. It's probably car sure. temperature. And then they read the inside of the cap and it says, Seth has pissed in your Snapple. <laughs> or Nantucket Nectars. Oh, you know what I'm saying. Gross. <sighs> so, yeah, he doesn't really super remember the internet porn conversation, which if Katie Holmes, the wife, mm. was home at the time. Right. That's a little weird to bring that one up. But well, that's because, isn't she like an ancestor of uh, John Holmes or a descendant of John Holmes? The porn star? I'm not sure. No, she's not. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe all Holmes are related. Um, but he did very clearly remember the whole bathroom thing. Mm. Now, we all have it burned in our brain, the whole thing that happened with Justice League and Mission Impossible Fallout. Mm. So Henry Cavill shoots Justice League as right. Superman. And then the people that were running the show over at Mission Impossible Fallout with Tom Cruise, mm. um, we're like, we, we don't want you to look Superman-y. What can we do to kind of knock a little bit of the Superman off you? I know your character will have a mustache. Yes, and an instantly growing beard. <laughs> yes. You'll be like a living <laughs> barber shop. <laughs> cha 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 And uh, so they, they start doing it up. They start shooting Mission Impossible. And then Justice League realizes that it's a big ball of poop. It's a terrible oh, movie. We need reshoots. We need reshoots. And so it's totally, it's their fault. It's their fault that they were so terrible. And they're like, well, you know, Henry, I know you thought you were done, but can yeah. you please come do some reshoots? Because we got to figure out how to put some lipstick on this pig. Well, please. you know what? He had facial hair in Man of Steel. Was it like scrub? Yeah. Kinda? He was working on a tuna boat. Okay, so here. Oh, my God. So they CGI'd his facial hair off, and they uh, it, his face looks bizarre right. with, with, the, with the CGI. Uh -huh. But what's interesting is that because the Justice League people realized that it was, like, their bad, they talked to the Mission Impossible Fallout <laughs> guys, and they're like, we'll help you. We'll do something if you can just give, it, give him back to us without um, facial hair. Right. We'll help you figure out how you can CGI a mustache on him. Right for whatever you're shooting and then we'll fix it which if you've ever seen the movie showgirls on network television 
they did a thing where her character is dancing topless. What, it was available on network television? Yeah, and they, or like basic cable, but you still couldn't show bare boobs. I just remember the movie being on, and they well, tried. Bare boobs, they're hairy, you know? <laughs> they're usually exposed when they're pooping in the woods. Oh, B-A-R-E, not B-E-A-R. <laughs> My bad. So they had to try and put like a shadow bra on her, like CGI, a shadow bra on her to show it on TV. But like she would move and the bra wouldn't totally follow. <laughs> and it was just so ridiculous. Bad. It was so bad. It was so, so bad. It looked like someone was like following her with a Sharpie, trying to like draw a bra on her like as she's moving. <laughs> and so I can just imagine like Henry Cavill turns his head, but like the mustache doesn't fully go with him or whatever. And they, they're like, listen, CGI is cool for some things, but when you're doing close-ups in the format that we're using, you're going to see. That it's going to look We dumb. are living in a 4K world. Yeah. You can't do that. Let me just ask, just Dave, when you shave, how long does it take for a mustache to start poking out of that upper lip of yours? Uh, like less than a day. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Men have 5 o'clock shadows. That normally means they shave between 6 right. and 7, and by the end of the day, facial hair is coming out. Well, Henry Cavill is a manly man. He is. Eat more steaks. Do some, put some Rogaine on your upper lip. Do something. No, so here's the deal. <sighs> so initially, the Justice League guys were like, we'll help you with the CGI mustache. And mm. then the Mission Impossible Fallout guys are like, that's going to look dumb. No, here's what we're going to do. Give us the $3 million. We'll shut down for a short amount of time. We'll let you have him clean shaven. And then when, while we shut down, then he comes back and he'll, he'll have time to grow it out because he could right. probably grow a mustache pretty quickly. Ah, yeah, well. So that's what they were originally going to why do. Why didn't they just, during Tom Cruise's ankle break recess? <laughs> Come on, that was a gift. That was a slam dunk. I, don't, I know. I, did, I don't think they happened at the same time. But yeah, originally, <sighs> we were going to have a normal, clean-shaven Superman without weird CGI face. Uh-huh. And then they were going to give him time to grow back his mustache and everything would have been fine. But unfortunately, the movie company behind Mission Impossible Fallout was like, no, we're not going to shut down because the Justice League right. guys couldn't get their crap together. No. Yeah, they put the bad in bad robot. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And you know what? Here, has, they could have made it work this way. If I were J.J. Abrams, here's yeah. what I would have said. Hey, yes, yes, uh, DC Universe. Now, you guys know your stuff isn't exactly up to snuff. So we think what we can do to make some extra star appeal happen to your movie is we will let Tom Cruise be Henry's stunt mustache. Oh! I mean, Tom Cruise, shorter guy. Yeah. He can probably fit on that upper Just, lip. Just like take a nap up, yes. up on that lip. You can see him. He can cling <coughs> to sheer rock faces. He should it's be true. able to cling to He's that upper lip. He's just holding on yes. with a toe. Like, and yeah. like, he's got a hand hook he can and a do nostril. That, and he can yeah. get all pumped up so his mustache <laughs> looks really cut. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's a good amount of real estate between his lip and his yeah. nose. So there, and, there's and room. And paint, they paint everything from the abs down yeah. to look like his incisors. His teeth? Yeah. Yes. That sounds like a really workable plan. I think it's I'm fantastic. surprised they didn't go with it. Hey, you know what? DC went with Martha being the <laughs> the trigger word to end the feud between Superman and Batman. Why not have a Tom Cruise mustache? We're all bonded mm. now. Now, <clears throat> Avengers Infinity War, I guess, is now available on digital platforms. If you didn't mm. see it in the theater, you can watch it that way. Yep. And one such person who has now watched it that way is SNL cast member Leslie Jones. Mm -hmm. I love her diaries, by the way. So <laughs> she has become famous for her live tweeting things 
to the point where she's gone to a winter and a summer Olympics, I think, because they loved how much she live tweeted them yes. and that she was so funny that she got to go and give her commentary. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of swearing in her commentary, but it is hysterical. But bring it. it bring it. Bring yeah. the profanity. So she live tweeted her, it took her two days, but she live tweeted her viewing of Avengers Infinity War. Mm. And one of the main things that came out of it is that she really thought that Chris Evans looks super hot. Mm. <laughs> wow. Oh, she likes smelly looking Chris Evans. She, she likes long hair, hair <laughs> beard, Captain America. Yep. So she wrote, ladies and gentlemen, introducing my mother effing husband. Oh my God, Captain America, you are fine as F. And you got a beard, mother effer, yeah. What's great is that uh, Chris Evans saw this, was <laughs> flattered by it. Did she at him? She added him, didn't she? Uh, you know what? I'm not positive on that. She might have. But he tweeted back to her saying, what's truly shocking is that this is exactly what at Paul Bettany says to me every time I enter a room, <laughs> verbatim. And then Paul um. Bettany joins in as uh, Vision, and he concurred, staring a still image of Vision, staring at Captain America and Infinity War lovingly, saying, mm. you can see it in my eyes in this shot. I'm only human. Well, kinda. And then... <laughs> That's what, he has, he didn't have a, so he's got the boner stone. <laughs> That's what that is. Yes. It's a little blue stone. And then, uh, and then Leslie Jones um, offered to be uh, Chris Evans' wife. She said, I'll be your Huckleberry. Yeah. So why not? I mean, I think there I think love is in the air. I think it's gonna happen between these two kids. Well, you know, here's the thing. Agent Carter died. Mm -hmm. You know, he was frozen and ice. Agent Carter got old. He gets unfrozen. He's like, Oh, you're old, and then she dies. You're right. And then he gets this creepy interaction with her niece. Which is true. That's true. a little I mean I forgot about that, but yeah. Yeah, I mean if you okay, so if you had a boyfriend mm -hmm. and it turned out that he was Captain America. Right, yes, please. Um and then you found out that he dated your aunt. Would you be a little creeped out by that? Yes, but I would get over it. Oh, you would? <laughs> because you'd be... Would it be because, I mean, because it's... I, hello. Well, see, is it because he's unshowered he might have more pheromonal Listen, activity? just because you have long hair and a beard does not mean you didn't take a shower. Does he look like he took a yeah, shower in that? in that particular no, spot. No, when they first show up in Infinity War, they're like, clearly we've they're been like, on the run for a while. Somebody needs some axe spray or we've something. We've been living like. in a, you know, in a van by the river, waiting, <laughs> waiting for Vision a to look human and get horny. Down by the river. Anyway. Uh, yeah, no. I, uh, I would, I, there'd be some sort of a workaround. So, mm. there's a big concert tour right now. Yes. For quite a while, Britney Spears was in residence in Vegas, mm. and now she has gone on the road to do a world tour. Oh, she, did she find her residence evil? Yes. <laughs> and she, she has a, a particular thing that has started happening to her, courtesy of one super Britney fan named Zachary Gordon. Okay, Zach Gordon. So he loves her. He knew the order of her songs. Mm. And here's a video of what happened when Zachary Gordon was at her show. I love oh. so many things about that. Yeah. First of all, he's just like, who is it? And she's like, it's Britney, <laughs> bitch. Second she's just of all, like, oh, thanks. That's my cue. 
second of all, it was so lip synced. Like she can't even say two words without them being like a pre-recorded right. thing. You can't handle going on tour and saying, it's Britney, bitch. We know you can't sing, but at least you can say a couple right. things live or whatever. Well, you know, the auto-tune has to kick in. Yeah. Now, is this going to be the new Moni Moni? Is this going to be yes. the Moni Moni yes. of the of the 20 teens? Right. Um, secondly. Or it's like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Right. Like people are just throwing toast at Britney. Yeah, and like, why not? Yeah. So, I think that this is a merchandising opportunity mm -hmm. for Britney's new serial, Britney Bits. Oh, I like that. And she's yeah. prone to showing them, too. Like, right. accidentally or on purpose. We're not sure. But there are lots <laughs> of, there's lots of slippage. Yeah. So this one guy goes out, does it. People see it on social media, and now this is another one of her shows, a completely different date, and the whole crowd <laughs> does it every time before <laughs> she goes and does Give Me More. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> so if you go to the show, you know what you need to do. Oh, yeah. Because that's how it's done. All right, when we get back, um, I may go see this movie this weekend. I have a feeling it could kind of be terrible, but I'm going to go see it anyway. Hmm. I enjoy Kate McKinnon. I enjoy mm -hmm. Mila Kunis. Mm -hmm. I also enjoy the show Outlander, and the mm. star of that show is in this movie as well, okay. Sam Hewen. He plays okay. the spy, or a spy. Right. Um, so it's a movie called The Spy Who Dumped Me. Mm -hmm. Again. I know I could be paying movie prices for a movie that's going to be just terrible. Why not, though? But why, why not? not? Listen, I saw Catwoman. I saw Geely. I'm not above seeing terrible movies. Wait, it you happens. paid to see those? I mean, no, those are really... No, those are on oh, cable, okay. actually. So I didn't pay. But um, Kate McKinnon was doing some uh, press on Fallon for that movie, and she showed off a new skill that she conquered. Hmm. Nailed it, hands down. She did something I don't think anybody's ever done on Fallon before. And we'll show you what that is when we get back next on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle Power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. 
Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Every time we come back, Joe and I are like, eh, eh. <laughs> uh, Yes, so the movie The Spy Who Dumped Me is out. Mm-hmm. And all through the week, Mila Kunis, Kate McKinnon, still doing all kinds of press. And so Kate McKinnon stopped by Jimmy Fallon's couch mm. so he could fawn over her and laugh yes. exorbitantly. Um, Why wouldn't you fawn over her? Oh, are you are you big uh, Kate McKinnon? I am. Yeah? I am. You dig her? I dig her in, in, a, in a weird, crazy, nerd crush kind of way. She's, re- I mean, honest, is there a person she can't imitate? It, dude, that's what it is. I mean, it's just like the, the many, the many layers right? to me are really, they're very attractive. Because, I mean. Especially they, when they she does Clinton. <laughs> so they, they started. No, I'm just kidding. They started, you know, using her like a little bit and then it was more and more and more. And now anytime they do any sort of a political piece in the beginning, like. I think she's done at least 12 different political figures. Right. The, the only thing hotter is Will Ferrell's Janet Reno. That's the only thing that's <laughs> Janet hotter. Janet Reno's dance party. Right. Oh, I forgot about that. That was amazing. So, yeah. So, here is Kate McKinnon showing off a new skill that she got when she was filming The Spy Who Dumped Me. The Spy Who Dumped Me. Kate McKinnon, uh... Did you film a lot of that on location? Were you like, uh... The whole thing was filmed in Budapest, Hungary. I had the best time. I made so many amazing friends. Linda, Eric, Chila, Vera, hello. Love you so much. Wow. Miss you. This is good. Did you pick up any Hungarian? I try. Okay. So Hungarian, as it turns, is uh, the the second most difficult language for native speakers of English to pick up. So I studied every day so hard for three months, and I found that at the end I could not order at a restaurant. Um, Good. But I did try, I tried, so my, my friend Eric, his technical job was to drive me to the set, but okay. his real job was to teach me how to rap in Hungarian, which he did. You and learned so, rap songs in Hungarian? I learned one rap, I learned one verse of one rap song, and it took what, a whole year. Yeah, could you, could you give us a little, a little taste maybe? Could you, maybe just one verse? I would like to, because I want to show my friend Eric that all of his efforts were not totally in vain. Um, so, this, so this is one yes, verse. This is one verse of a song called Jozef Varos, and that's a neighborhood in Budapest that was kind of rough in the 90s when this uh, song was written. Okay, so Eric, this is for you. Okay. Yes. Yes, thank you. Yo. Yo. Yo, yo. Hogy itt vagyunk, most vegre valamit bemutathatunk Ez a Józsefváros, a mi tanyánk Itt nevedve minket a jó anyánk Ahol veljut együtt már sok hülye fennöd Hiába ez a hely a szívünk hőznöd Itt nem ölted anyát, pálmafán S gyerekek már csak van vagyják az iskolát Mert a sok sút jótól már lépni sem lehet A fontos mi a hajad és a pulóverőt Vagy barát leszel, vagy ellenség Itt már nem számít az emberség Ocska, szokás, ruhában, én kürösle a derekig a kukában. A kérdésem csak jelni, jól meg, ez mind minden 
got into it so <laughs> we're trying to yell it back i don't think they knew right. what they were saying but yeah so from her description about the song being out of a village that's kind of rough in hungary that's basically hungary straight out of compton oh it was and because the roots played the music it just totally legitimized hungarian rap i mean that song's a hit so right. i feel like that needs to come to america you know the only thing that could be sexier than that is if Mila Kunis jumped in and started speaking Russian. Oh. Because when she starts speaking Russian, I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> you speak another oh. language. Moose and squirrel. <laughs> um, do you find alien life forms sexy? I never thought that show was funny. Yeah. I be- So I- Alf was uh, late 80s into the early 90s, I think. I think. Didn't it die by the 80s? 86 to 90. 86 to 90 was okay. when the TV show ALF ran. Okay, so in your head yeah. is a show that runs into 1990 and 80s show. To me, it's it's not yeah. a 90s show. It no, you're d- right. Yeah. Yeah. So Okay, anyway. So I I really only have like vague memories of ALF. I do remember that he, he liked to eat cats and he mm-hmm. kept trying to eat the family cat. Yes. I remember he would wear like Hawaiian shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, and he always had a line, and he was Mr. Funny Guy. But you're yes. right in that it really wasn't that great of a show. No, I mean, it was live-action puppets in prime time. Which, which is so weird. Like, American television went through, like, a weird puppet stage. Yes. And I think we're out of it now. But. Yeah, because, I mean, at about the same time, that guy with the puppets with the jalapeno on a steak was really huge, <laughs> right? I can't think of that you comedian's know? name. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Dunham. Dunham? Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Wasn't he that was slightly a right later? Of, yeah, yeah, that was kind like, of the birth of he Elmo. He picked up the mantle and then like carried it. And, yeah. yeah. I, uh, so like, do you remember there was a show? I think it came after Married with Children, and it was called Happily like Happily Ever, Ever After. After. Yeah, and it had that redhead I girl. I that show. And there was a puppet bunny, like mm. in the couch. Voiced by Bobcat Goldthwait. Yes, no. Bobcat Goldthwait. No, who then I do remember the it, hot red haired chick no. after they did that show together. No, I mean, see, you thought that the the puppet era would have ended with the guy that did Madam on the Hollywood <laughs> Squares. <laughs> I forgot right? about that. Yeah, that should have ended. <laughs> but the Hollywood Squares just has this thing of like, oh. oh. Jim J. Bullock, not relevant. We'll make him relevant, damn it. Madam. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of forgot about, like, the whole... We've had a long puppet, longer puppet right. story than I realized. Well, they started the chick with lamb chop, and then she goes away, they bring on Madam. What the hell? Uh, and uh. then there was that show, the sitcom that was on network television that was about the dinosaurs. Were they puppets? I feel like they oh. were. Oh, that was a Jim Henson production. Was it? Yeah. Okay. But we're, see, we're ev- puppets. But everybody in the movie uh, was a dinosaur. It's it's when you have a whole bunch of people trying to play the straight guy <laughs> to the funny puppet in right. the room is where it hits a level of ridiculousness that's ridiculous. So that's Alf. Mm. Um, and apparently, there's a reboot in the works. Is it going to be Nobody CGI was asking Alf? for. Well, I would assume so, because that's what they did with Yoda for a while. Right. They, they or is like, it going puppets to be aren't good enough. From the creators of Jurassic Park. <laughs> you know, maybe they'll just like up it up a notch where Alf is really freaking scary. What if Alf looked like the Predator? See... And they showed like blood yeah. dripping from his mouth as he's tearing apart household yeah. cats. Yeah, the, like, like, really... the four teeth. 
would just be like, <laughs> just be grabbing cats left and right. <laughs> and then he moves up to small children. Yeah. Right. Let's watch that. Guys, like, I hated this show, a... apparently. What? what? Like, Alf never finished. Like, it left on a cliffhanger. So many unanswered they elf never questions. The elf arc here. Is he so, going to go home? What's I'm he going to do? I'm excited about it. So you right. are. So there is a there is a part of the population that wants this that to happen. wants to see what happened with Elf. Finish the story, guys. <laughs> what what if what if the show op- the reboot opens on Elf in the living room of the set of the TV show, and there's no humans on it. The walls are just covered with blood. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? And then he answers all the questions yeah. with like blood that he traced on the wall to yeah. make words. And yeah. And then a predator knocks on the door and walks in, and Alf says, "Hey, uh, there's some leftovers in the fridge for you, Ralph." Nice. There you go, David. There are your mm. answers. That's the You're premise welcome. for the show. You're welcome. They are also doing two spin-offs of the TV show 24. Is it going to be 25 and 26? Yes. I kind of feel like 24 has run its course. Right. I mean, they it went away. They brought it back. They 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 did quite a few seasons. They had different presidents. I mean, it was right. Here, here's the problem: how many world-threatening crises right. can be resolved in a day? Right. So so here's the funny part. So the the first spinoff is actually a prequel. So it's like young Jack Bauer mm. days. Fine. Yes. The other spinoff is going to be the same 24. Um, the way that they do it with the ticking clock and all that. Yeah. But they're taking it into the legal world. For instance, oh, great. if if someone <laughs> um, is about to be executed and they only have a certain amount of time to like finish his case or mm. solve his case before he's going to be killed. So that's where the ticking clock would come in. Oh. What if it were, you know, somebody uh, needs to hire like an ambulance chaser and they're on hold for a really long time and that's the entire <laughs> series. Instead of Jack Bauer, they should have 24 starring... Eddie Bauer, right? Okay. And he's just driving around in an explorer wearing some ruggedly handsome yet stylish clothing. That I can go play right. and then also climb a mountain. Absolutely. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Why I like not? it. So that's happening. Um, also, people are still very excited, especially now that the trailers hmm. come out and all that, for the new Aquaman movie. Yes. And we got a little more detail on what exactly the relationship is going to be between Jason Momoa's Aquaman and Amber Heard's Mira, mm-hmm. the long red-haired lady. Yes, the Little Mermaid. Yes, the Little Mermaid that could. <laughs> so they are describing it as not a traditional romance. Mm. That, uh, well, I mean, well, maybe it's because they're brother they're and sister. Fish. No, no, be no, no, traditional no, no, no. down south. No. No, no, no. They're not. They're not throwing in incest. The game the whole family like, can play. They're not. They're going to go gladiator on us. No, no, they're, no, no. They're in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. Kind of. They're going to be polyamorous. What? No, I mean because I, because <laughs> they're supposed to be total equals. Uh huh. And then they learn from each other. She learns that you know people on land are worth saving, and he learns that he can't blame everybody right. in the sea for what happens. But to see, his mom. you know what? If they were brother and sister, then they would be freakwals. Oh. Oh yeah. But they, they <laughs> described their relationship as kind of like Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner in Romancing the Stone. So it's like a romance adventure. They're in love with each other, but they're each kind of their own action hero in a mm. way. And then Separate Lives comes on. Separate and... Lives. Why, why can't they just get down? Why? So they're friends with benefits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely there's definitely going to be some uh-huh. some fishy hooking up, but she said she was making it sound like 
these two care instead of like a hero, a guy hero who is motivated by what happens to his lady friend. Mm -hmm. Like she actually has to rescue him at some point, and you know, yay, oh, girl well, power. You know, I think the post-credits scene is going to be Aquaman at home in his aquarium with the the giant bubbling thing, the treasure chest that opens up and lets some bubbles out. He'll um, he'll be logging onto his Netflix account, mm -hmm. and then the screen goes black. <laughs> yes, that is exactly right. how it's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. There is a new trend on Twitter going around. Uh, was it being nice? Uh, yes, actually, it was. Oh, it is? But nice oh. to a very specific group of people who I have participated in what they have to do for a living. Oh, furries. No, well, I mean, eh, it's a, we'll, sh we'll show you. We'll ah. tell you what it is next, but just know that I've been there, and oh. it's hot and sweaty, and, uh, and nobody appreciates and it. And strange odors? Lots of strange odors, oh. and people want to hit you. It's, it, it's terrible. Yeah. We'll talk about it next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. We do have some Apple news mm. coming up in just a second, but before the break. Um, Wait, we, isn't that Steve's job? Welcome to Joe. Um, we were talking about something that people have to do that's fully underappreciated. Oh, absolutely. So underappreciated, but somebody's got to do it. And that is to be in the mascot costume for a company. Mm. 
Now, uh, we, I've mentioned on this show before how my sister for a time worked for FAO Schwartz, the mm -hmm. toy store. And there used to be one in Somerset, there isn't anymore. And the only other one I know of is the one in New York with the big piano yeah. and all that. But I, I'm assuming there are still others. Yeah, well, there are, but because <laughs> of the trademark, they had to drop the AO and put an N in, in their place. So it became F and Schwartz. Okay. Uh, so I had to dress up as a large bear. And so I've only done this once, but I learned so many things mm. in just that one day. What did you learn, Sarah? First of all, it is unbelievably hot in there. It is so hot inside Don't these Don't they costumes. have like astronaut air conditioning? You can so I think if you them? work at some place like Disney or something like that, they might have like little internal fans. Could in you there. imagine being in like Disney, like in Orlando in oh August? Oh my God. They would have so many dead, like Goofy would literally be laying dead on the ground. Well, no, here's the thing. Here, here's how you recruit people. You'd be like, there's a new weight loss program where we pay you. <laughs> Apply. And you know what it's basically? You would. So what do I do? How do I lose all this weight? Sweating well, in the mascot. Yeah, That's our new diet program. <laughs> <laughs> so it's insanely hot in there, and which is why um, you're only allowed to do it for a certain amount of time, right. and then they have to like switch it out and have somebody else do it. And then also, it's really inconvenient. Not all of them. Some of them might actually have like little pinholes in the eye of right. the costume. But for this one, they had the holes in the nose of the costume. So I'm like trying to direct the nose so I can see where I'm going. And somebody had to hold my paw because we were walking around the mall. And it's like the big feet. It's really hard. <laughs> so many things. So this was really traumatic. It was. For it you. was because like super tiny children are scared of you. Mm -hmm. Older kids just want to hit you or pull your paws off. Oh, well, no, here, when my kid was, he had just learned how to walk, mm -hmm. we did a fundraiser at Beaumont, and yes. Bo the Bear, who rocks, <laughs> um, he met Bo the Bear in awe, but the problem was Bo the Bear, he got so close, yeah. Bo the Bear couldn't see him. So it was like, get him away! Oh, oh my gosh, you kid, Bo, my... <laughs> So there's like a there's like a small window where they're not scared and they're fascinated and they actually like mascots. Oh, so it's a window of opportunity then. A window a window where you as a mascot are actually mm. appreciated. Right. Which I feel is like five, maybe four or five. Unless you date a furry. <laughs> Stop. I'm just I speak the truth, right? So on Tuesday, this Twitter user at iPurple tweeted a mirror selfie. Um, he had to be in the Baskin Robbins cone mascot yeah. outfit. And he tweeted a mirror selfie of him in the costume saying, wake up hustlers, let's get this bread, no days off. And it's just kind of hysterical. I like it. it is totally hysterical. <laughs> it's like this permagrin on this ice cream cone. Wake up hustlers, time to get that bread, what? And people fell in love with his tweet. Diplo tweeted it, Reddit had it all over there, and people were loving it. So now it's become the store mascot rallying cry. Oh, yeah. And all over Twitter, you can find these pictures. Oh, yeah. Cuppy Coffee's out there. Cuppy Coffee. I saw there was one with, like, the actual Domino from Domino's was taking a mirror selfie. <laughs> a Dunkin' Donut. Donut did the mirror right. selfie. A big hot dog. Um, iced coffees from Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. What's the mascot for Lover's Lane? Uh, boobs? I don't know. What, like... Is Let's it? move on. <laughs> so everybody... <It's> a... <laughs> I won't tell you what the mascot is, but the mascot sidekick is a giant D cell. <laughs> that costume likes to balance. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's phallic shaped with a beret, <laughs> dressed like a mime. So guess what he is? 
the French tickler. <laughs> I it's let, Friday. I, I know. I would love it if, they, if the Lover's Lane phallic symbol was like one of those things that they have at car dealerships that's like the... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It just fills up with their... <laughs> I have a tall friend that is trying to engineer a way to do that for Halloween. Oh, really? Yes. Have you ever seen the Mad TV sketch? No. Where this woman starts dating one of them, <laughs> and they're at the wedding, and they get married. They get married, and they're at the wedding. She's getting the ring on his And never know everybody's <laughs> dancing like that. <laughs> oh, I have not. Uh, that sounds amazing. You know, we will post that on our Facebook page as our rabbit hole video for today. Yes. That's at Pop That Culture Detroit. <laughs> It's a big waste of time, but then again, isn't social media? Isn't everything mm. online just a big waste of time? Although, not waste of time would be if we had all invested in Apple because right. that company is making money hand over fist. Right. But they have hit a new high. Um, yesterday, they became the first U.S. company to surpass the one trillion dollar mark in market value okay just for perspective true 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 trillion apple is worth more than sweden no yes i think uh, <laughs> what did i see there was something where um there's there's only 17 countries that have a higher gdp than what apple is worth right yeah. So everybody else, like this company, is worth more than yeah. most countries. And it's so basically the way they come up with this number, this is called market capitalization. And so here's Business School Joe. Wow, I wish, yeah, take your head off yeah, and put it so on again. Market capitalization is how many outstanding shares of stock are out there. So, in other words, you know, what the amount of the total amount of shares that's out there that anybody can pretty much purchase yeah. times the share price. So, um, the big news, I think it was last year, that Apple's market cap hit like you know 2.6 billion everyone's like oh my gosh it's, now it's a trillion trillion i think um they said amazon and google are close mm. but apple is the first one to actually step over that threshold right. of a trillion so my theory dollars. is that um investors will start trying to scoop up amazon and google thinking that they'll oh be close yeah behind. yeah so. i mean because a lot of people like even if you don't really know or haven't thought about it there is a lot of apple stock that's purchased for most 401ks yes so check it you might have some which right. is good but buy it keep if it you, love if it. you just actually owned it outright oh my god i can't even you know I had a coworker that when the original five gigabyte iPod, which was about yay big, <laughs> yes. came out, and it wasn't even a click wheel. It didn't even have the click wheel on it. Oh it had God. like play and pause buttons on it. He bought, he goes, oh my gosh, I think this is a great device. He got a bonus. He got like a $5,000 bonus. And he goes, I want to put half of my bonus wow. at 2,500 bucks in Apple. And I'm like, oh, okay, good luck. I'm guessing that he can probably I... retire now. A visionary, your friend. Yes. He saw the future. Yeah. And, and this was about the same time that I sold my shares in Pixar. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Still bitter. Still yeah. bitter. Um, have you sold your shares of Brookstone yet or no? Oh, no. I good. think uh, Brookstone, I'm I'm gobbling up Brookstone, <laughs> Kmart, and Cumulus Broadcasting. Oh, man. So Brookstone, <laughs> the company, is going bankrupt. This is the second time they've gone through bankruptcy. Oh. And honestly, like, I get, because have you ever in your whole life bought anything in the Brookstone store. Why, right. do, you, why do you go to the Brookstone so, store you know, to sit in the massage right. chairs and that's it? You happen to be at the mall going, you know what, I could use a shiatsu right now. <laughs> oh my God, right here. Here's the thing. 
Number one, it's a mall store. Number right. two, there are two stores in the mall that I never see people buying stuff at. Sharper Image and Brookstone. Yep. They go in like crazy and they come out with nothing in their hands. It's a sort of just go play. Yeah. And if you want, uh, you know, super crazy headphones or whatever, you're going to order them online right. usually. Or I don't know. I just... Yeah. I, I used to see they would always have like employees standing outside the store, like flying drones and trying to get yeah. people to come in, or they would have the massage chair, at least one really right. close to the front entrance of mm -hmm. it. But I don't think if I need a heated blanket, I'll get it at Target or yeah. something. Like I'm well, not. I don't. Number one, part of their business model is that they they're in malls, and all malls except for Somerset for some reason are all yeah. they're all dying. They are dying. Um, number two, there was the the human rights controversy that inside each shiatsu chair was a little person that would just rub your back <laughs> and, and go zzzz. So we were all being harassed we, this whole yeah. time and we didn't even realize? Nobody knew it. And then at one point, somebody unzipped the chair to breathe <laughs> and it was all over. It was like, you know, the inside was a person and they were out of water and it was terrible. And he blew up their spot, hmm. yes. Um, so they, they're closing a number of stores, including three in the malls in Michigan. They're closing a number of them across the United States, but they're hoping to keep open the ones that are in airports. Again, I mean, I guess they have travel pillows or headphones and those are things that you might like want right. while you're on your flight and you're like, oh, I don't have them. So, you know what? I forgot my travel pillow. I'm more than happy to spend $49 for one Yeah, you can get a airport. cheap one. I don't know. So we'll see. So RIP Brookstone for the most part because uh -huh. I don't think anybody's going to get it together. Ooh, it was scary. And you're the first person who showed this to me what yes. happened yesterday. So after the show yesterday, you know, we kind of like hang out for a few minutes and then, you know, then we kind of sneak out so they won't have any awkward conversations with our coworkers here at New Radio <laughs> Media. And um, we had our Facebook pages open and one of our former coworkers, Roberta Jacina, had posted, oh my goodness, one of our field reporters, mm -hmm. Mike Campbell was out yes. and he got attacked. So he was actually mid live report mm. and was actually, I think, talking to Roberta Jacina. And all of a sudden they heard this <laughs> noise and they're like, Mike, are you okay? Some random dude um, attacked his car, which had the WWJ logo on yeah. it. Yeah. And then also a Channel 7 vehicle. Yeah, you can see the on both of them. So the window itself and then the, the hood of the car. Right. But he was swearing and just really weird. And he just, they don't know if it was a pipe or what it was, but he just came up and just started cracking right. the two different news vehicles. Well, you know, here was, whenever I watch local news, I always get a little uneasy, and I know, you know, take this forever how you want to take it, because I don't mean anything by it, right. but whenever they send a reporter into a dangerous situation, mm -hmm. it could be anything. It could be an active shooter. It could be a fire. It could be a traffic. It could be weather. It could be, you know, anything. I sit there and I'm like, you know, what do you see on the screen? is just a small cropped version of what's going on. You don't see all the chaos that is sometimes surrounding them. And I always wonder what's going on off screen. It's usually just a camera guy right. and the talent, and then they go and edit in the van afterwards. And so it's like, you're basically exposed and you gotta keep your composure. I know, it's scary. Well, sometimes now they just send just a camera person. So right. like, you're alone. Like it is just you and your camera. Right. Well, you know who's a badass is Erica Erickson. Have you ever noticed they send her 
everywhere. And she's just like, yeah, I'm Erica Erickson. Uh, I'm here where there are 25 people with loaded weapons. And I'm standing in the crossfire bringing I'm you cool. the story. I've and got spiky boots on. I'm cool just as a cucumber. Hair looks great. Makeup looks perfect. And it's like, yeah, so I'm just reporting here. What? What? You Bring guys okay? It. I'm what? okay. Yeah. What? Mm. Yeah, so um, everybody's okay. The Channel 7 people are okay. Mike Campbell is okay. The cars will be repaired, and it appears they do have the person in custody. Right. Who is the person of interest for smashing up the mm -hmm. vans, but yeah. it was very and, scary. Yeah, and the station manager from WWJ said, you're, you're paying our deductible. <laughs> we exchange insurance. You're going to pay our deductible. There's a cute story that's happening in Michigan that uh, the country seems to be obsessed with. Because mm. how often does this happen? Yeah. Um, two sets of twins fell in love. Um, two brothers and two sisters right. are getting married in Michigan on consecutive days. So one couple will get married on a Friday, mm. and then the other couple gets married on the Saturday, no. and then they're going to have a joint reception. And they did no. that so they could be in each other's wedding. No, how do they do the rehearsal dinner? Because you normally do the rehearsal dinner on the Friday. What are they going to do the rehearsal on Wednesday and so Thursday? This is too confusing. They'll probably do a joint rehearsal dinner mm -hmm. with everybody. And then they have the one wedding, then the next day they have the next wedding, and then they have the big joint, um, uh, why am I blanking on the reception, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to bring twice as much money to the dollar dance is what I'm saying. <laughs> Just, Just Yeah, make it rain at the dollar <laughs> dance. Hello, what are we, made of money? Jeez. I... You're not a fan of two twins marrying each other? No, I think it's great, but it leads to many, many questions. Such as? First of all. Has there been a swap? Probably. Yes. Well, that, <laughs> okay, Sarah went there. I was thinking it. I'm sorry. I mean, if you think uh -huh. the person you're marrying is hot, you're going to think her sister's hot, probably. But here's the, here's the more awkward question. So one couple is getting married the day before the second couple. Correct. So what if the first couple gets a present they don't like and they re-gift it like the next day? Oh. Like, just hand it. Beep, beep. Yeah. I like it. They I mean, they wear the same, so they get clothing. They're That's the true. same size. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I, I, there are many, many questions going on with mm. it, but I think it's very, very sweet, and they are a lovely couple. When we get back on Pop That Culture, this was the most incredible, slow police chase mm. I have ever seen, and we will show it to you. Yeah. Mm. Next, Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. 
simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. Joe, if you've ever asked yourself, can I outmaneuver a cop car if I am in one of the mobility carts that they offer at grocery stores and things like Walmart? Well, it depends. Now, are we talking like a full-on rascal or one of those lift and recline chairs that are advertised on television? No, I mean, it's the kind that they offer you when you want to, you know, maneuver around a store that you just mm. get for, you know, like an hour for a while. Yeah, you're with the there. basket in the front of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Something like that. So uh, there is a young man who tried to see if he could just drive one out of a store and mm. keep going. And then the people of Walmart then contacted the police. And then this is what the end of the chase looked like that was caught on camera. So apparently the charge on those things only lasts for so long yeah. and it was clearly running out of juice. Right. So he was trying to <laughs> move it with his feet. But he has been, um, he was brought into custody, but then Walmart decided not to pursue charges. They got their really? car back and they just, they Walmart. let it go. <laughs> I don't know. You got to make an example out of somebody, right? You got to make an example out of the kid in the weird hat who told yeah. Stole your He's mobility got a toque card. on. You don't steal something in the toque. It's warm. <laughs> You'll get a heat stroke. The sun's beating down on his head. Now, we have had, I think, at least two stories now. One, I believe, was in Australia, and then one was in the United States that we've talked about, where there were serial poopers yes. that were then caught. But apparently, in New York, in the West Village. Oh, you got to watch out for the West. East Village, more my speed. West Village, a little uptight. There is a serial farter. Now, for hard-hitting news on what comes <laughs> out of people's asses, <laughs> this you show. come to pop that culture. Because <laughs> we've got it all. For it. So earlier this year, someone wrote a blog in one of the mm. local you know, uh, papers and said, it's happened thrice. Easy with using the word thrice. Right. So it can't be coincidence. There's some guy who I believe is playing a fart sound as he passes people as some sort of social experiment. Right. 
And the guy said, the reason why I think it's a fart sound effect is because it's always the same fart, which that's mm. difficult. You can't make the same fart sound three times. It, they're like fingerprints. They're always, you know, yeah, they're always or snowflakes. Different. They're all different. Yes. <laughs> you know, my son has the despicable, despicable me. Oh, the fart gun. The fart gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that would be an easy thing. to. But the problem with that is unless your fart gun, the end of it is painted bright orange, you could get shot. That's true. You have to be very careful. Mm -hmm. Anything that's shaped like a gun. So the person wrote, every time while I was talking to a friend, we would just get interrupted by this fart that would leave us silent and staring at each other. And the guy would play this sound effect and not look around and just keep walking straight. Like, leave it, walk. Mm. Leave it, walk. Maybe he's a performance fartist. <laughs> I hear there's really good money in that. There is. My parents were yeah. like, someday she will grow up to be a performance artist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So glorious. But uh, it happened again recently. And so now there legitimately, like, there is a lookout for who is the serial farter in but New see, York. see, you can't cover it. This is where the media screws it up. <laughs> now he's going to be reading the Times, or worse yet, the Post. And then he's going to say, well, geez, they're on to me. I'm going to move on or change my M.O. Oh. Maybe it'll become a serial belcher. <laughs> you know who can let him rip? No. No. A couple people that actually watch Craig Folly for a couple hours each day. I'm quite sure they can let him rip. Listen, our buddy, our pal, has got a great show today. He's going to be doing some live stuff downtown. You're going to love it. And then yes. we will catch you next week on Pop That Culture.